O Holy One, both Abba and Amma, creator of all, creator of love, I ask that you allow me to speak clearly, honestly, and to exemplify the spirit of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. This is one of my very favorite readings in the entire Bible. This is a very special night. And so I'm going to ask you for something because it's a large part of the lesson I will be talking about tonight. And that is, I need your absolute honesty, your vulnerability, and your truthfulness. How many of you out there are either A, self-conscious, B, embarrassed, or C, ashamed of your feet? (laughs) Come on, come on, let's be honest. Okay, good. We've established a baseline. I have incredibly ugly feet. My feet are flatter than Fred Flintstone's. My second toe is much longer than my big toe. I've had surgeries. They are scarred. I have psoriasis, so they are ugly. They are a mess. And for me to do what I just did is a huge leap in faith. I did spray my shoes, so you should be okay. What this is about is feet. You can have a lot of ailments, legs, hips, knees, etc. But if you have a serious problem with your feet, you're not going to go very far. Last year in this country, we spent between $1.5 and $2 billion on pedicures. We have specialty shoe places. We have orthotics. We have inserts. We have all these things to help make our feet more comfortable. Now, one little fact. The foot, 26 bones... 33 joints, 107 ligaments, 19 muscles, and tendons. A good reflexologist or even a really, really well-trained podiatrist can grab you by the foot and by feeling different parts of that foot can tell you where you are weak or hurt in other parts of your body, including some of your internal organs. Now... Let's all close our eyes and flash back to the time of Jesus. Jesus walked just about everywhere. And so did all the people that followed him. And if you've ever seen pictures of the sandals that he wore, they weren't much. And many of the people went barefoot. And so you're talking about nails and calluses hard as rocks cuts, bruises, infections. I mean, just really ugly, gross stuff. And Jesus, who's had some experience with this, remember the story of the woman who anointed his feet and cried over them and wiped them dry with her hair. Mary, not Magdalene, and that's another story. 
He also recently rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. Not through the main entrance, not with a lot of hoopla with the horse all decked out and everything like that. Like one of the Roman soldiers would have. And I also think that was his slight way of having a sense of humor and parodying the Romans, but that's my own personal opinion. But anyway, all of these things leading up to the Son of God washing the feet of the disciples. The Lord, the Messiah, Rabbi, Son of Man, Son of God. Because, as the Lutheran bishop that spoke here the other day said, faith is about trust. Do you trust God? Do you trust your faith? Do you trust the love that we all get that goes beyond anything we could possibly imagine? And with that, faith and trust comes love, respect. And so, for this wonderful man, this servant, humbles himself and kneels down and washes the feet of the disciples. Even getting down there and doing that puts you into a subservient role, a a vulnerable position. Isn't it interesting that many of us like to get down on our knees when we pray? Because this is about God's will, not ours. Are we willing to bow down, to listen and try to live up to the teachings of Christ? Are we willing to be subservient and wash the feet of somebody that may just absolutely be filthy, dirty, and smelly, and really rank? Because that's what we're asked to do. Thomas Merton says, I will follow God even though I don't know where he's leading me. But he says, with that attitude, I think even my feeble efforts are pleasing to God. And I agree with them. And so, it's not words. Love God, love your neighbor. Your neighbor may be a mentally ill, homeless person, again, who is filthy, dirty. Will you wash his feet? And I am a firm believer in the fact that we are all broken human beings. Some because that's just the way the world operates. My case, a lot of it was self-inflicted. The only smart thing I've done since then was to try to live day to day not doing what I wanted to do, but trying to hear what God wants me to do. 
and I'm not very good at it, and that is not mock humility. It is the truth. But I will keep trying. And so on this night, when we come up here and wash each other's feet, do not be embarrassed. Do not be ashamed. Do not feel self-conscious. God gave me these bad boys. Or as Lisa likes to refer to them as the gunboats. <laughs> these are mine. He knew what he was doing. And I've actually come to like them. So don't be afraid. Come forward. Have your feet washed in one of the greatest, in my opinion, symbols of truly being humble and willing to serve our neighbors. And as you have yours washed, be prepared to wash somebody else's. And when you leave tonight, always remember, your faith is built in trust and love. God will never leave you, will never abandon you, and will always be there to wash your feet. Amen.